Hello and welcome to the Overdrive podcast. I'm Lloyd Bonson. With me as always are... My name is Wilf. And the uh, ever-lovely Tim. <laughs> We're not so sure about the last bit. Well, the first bit of the ever lovely bit. Okay, um, today's discussion, we're going to talk about driver moves for the 2017 Formula One season. Um, some recent announcements have taken place, uh, especially regarding Ocon uh, going to Force India and uh, Kevin Magnussen going to the Haas team uh, alongside Roman Grosjean. Um, right, let, let's talk about uh, Ocon first and the, the, uh, the, the move there. Uh, does seem a little bit surprising, um, bearing in mind he's only had a few races with the Manor team and uh, his teammate there, Pascal Verlein, um, has been a better performer, has got more support from uh, the Mercedes management. Wouldn't it have made more sense uh, for them to move Verline to, uh, uh, to to force India rather than Ocon? No, um, I'm going to say that straight off. I think Mercedes are actually playing uh, Verline very close to their chests and actually keeping him in a lower performing team actually is keeping a few prying eyes away from him. Realistically though, I don't think it's going to be the uh, best plan because let's face it, he's managed to get that thing to score a point and uh, realistically that car shouldn't be able to score points. So uh, I think he's already made a name for himself but I think they're trying to keep him under the radar of the other teams. Yeah, good good point. I guess the other uh, thing to think about as well is that um, uh, Mercedes management are actively looking at Manor as being their official B team, as it were, um, and potentially getting some more um, uh, su um, support from the manufacturer uh, as time goes on, which Force India and, and Williams, other teams that are using the Mercedes engines, um, aren't necessarily uh, getting or will be getting in future. Uh, what, what do you think on that, Will? I, I reckon they're keeping their line now purely based on the engines, right? Based, that's it. Why would you Why would you turf him out? And yeah, but you could uh, you could put, still put him into Force India. Force India still get the same Mercedes engine that. Uh, um, but that if Manor you're but in. if you're a t if you're a team like Manor, right, you're nowhere near Force India, right? No. So why why chop him into Force India? And ruin your own team. You keep him at your team. I don't think I don't think Manor had any choice in the matter. I think this was all dictated to by uh, by Mercedes management. I, I, I don't think there was much exactly that had exactly. To do. I mean, so so you wouldn't get rid of uh, Verline, would you? you no, no, but you could, uh, Ocon is also a, a Mercedes uh, back driver. That's why he's in at Manor at the moment, and that's why he's got the move into into Force India. It just seems a bit strange to me. In, in a way, it seems a little bit odd that they've moved Ocon across and not um, uh, and not Verline. But as Tim said, you know, maybe there's something something further there in the background that uh, uh, that they're working on that they're playing with to, to to make sure that Verline's got a better deal in the future. And there's also the uh, potential argument that what have Manor got in uh, stock for next season? Oh, yeah, do Mercedes know something about that new Manor car? Is it something special? Because Man have not been developing all year. That's plainly evident. They got a car out for the year. They've not really developed it. And I think they're going to uh, really be attacking for the next year. Do Mercedes have insider knowledge? This is something I think we need to ask. 
yeah, good point, and especially given the um, given some of the, the the personnel announcements that Mano have made uh, this year um, over the summer, they've uh, th- th- they've brought in some um, some big names, um, some ex McLaren employees, uh, people from um, from Ferrari, and, and so on. So it could be, you're right, there could be something there that that maybe we don't know about. It, it's going to be a mid-table team at best. That's all it is. That's all they are only ever going to be. Even if they do become the B team for an, another manufacturer, for the Mercedes manufacturer, you're going you're gonna to be at best still running in 17th, 18th place on the grid at best. Mark my words, I think you're going to see a few more points finishes out of Manor next year. I really genuinely do, especially well, with, with, with the team, their line. With the teams that we've got now, you think that they're going to get better than that? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, guess the, I can't the, see that. I, I guess the interesting point's going to be, um, the team that we're going to be talking about next, Haas, are Manor going to be um, taking on some of what uh, the, the Haas model has been, where effectively they've bought a load of components from Ferrari, uh, 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 that, that were you know mainly last year's components, but they bought a load of uh, Ferrari components, stuff that's been tried, tested. They've not had to worry too much about. They've just had to worry about you know the the, the, the bits that they need to produce to meet the FIA requirements, and they came out in the first race and scored points, uh, and have had quite a healthy point score. Is that where Mano are heading? Uh, with the Mercedes backing and 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 thinking about Haas, their drivers for next year, Kevin Magnussen and Roman Grosjean, that sounds like that could be an interesting combination. Maybe, but I do. I'm going to disagree on two points. A, I think they uh, want to develop it their own way. But B, there's new regulations for next year. Old old parts are uh, bought in. Aren't really going to do them any favours. I think they're uh, going to uh, try and do a cheeky development thing. I think they're going to try and pull a brawn, if you're a member of brawn. Yep, absolutely. There will still be some components that you can cross over into next year. Um, A lot of the the changes are more focused on aero development, all of which are parts that you can't buy in um, on, on the FIA list. But if, you know, some of the, some of the stuff that you don't see, the bits that are underneath you can buy in, um, and they might not even necessarily buy in year old parts. They might buy next year's parts from Mercedes um, to, to to try and make them competitive. We just don't know. Um, but I'm just wondering if that's a model that they're they're looking at. Um, okay, Haas, Kevin Magnussen, Roman Grosjean. Um, what do we think of that as a driver pairing, Wilf? I, I don't see it going anywhere. I don't see it going anywhere. Not Haas are going to have the second year blues. They're going to get those parts come in. They bought second hand parts for this season, which are good parts. But with new regulations, they're going to hit a stumbling block. They are going to be nowhere near anywhere what they are now. Okay, interesting, uh, interesting comment, Tim. I kind of agree, actually. I think Haas are actually going to go backwards next year. And it's because of the new regulations, to be honest. They're still a very new team. And we've all seen new teams come in and uh, you know, make wild claims about what they're going to be able to do. I think we all remember Toyota. Um, you know, unlimited budget, had all the technology. And the performance, no. Yeah, absolutely. Never won a race. Um, 
um, quite remarkable, really. Um, and and I think yeah, I think you're probably quite right. I think Haas are going to have a, a very difficult um, next year. Um, it's uh, it's one thing designing a car from scratch um, to 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 come into your first year, but to then try and develop that car and start designing a car for the following season when you've got big regulation changes and you you've got all the the, the in season stuff that you're trying to do, the, the races, the the uh, promotions, and and all of that. Is, is something completely different um, uh, and I, I have to say I'm inclined to agree that it could be a difficult uh, 2017 for Haas but is that maybe one of the reasons why they've uh, bought Magnussen in and got rid of Esteban Gutierrez so that they, they know they've got two drivers that can drive the car reasonably well let's be honest Gutierrez hasn't exactly set the world alight uh, during his time in F1 um, are they are they just trying to make sure they've got two reasonably good drivers that can go out there, push the thing, give them good feedback, and and where possible, you know, if something happens up in front, be in a position to to go in and grab those points when they can. That's a fair argument to be honest. You've got two very good development drivers there, and uh, no offence to a lot of the uh, South American drivers that are out there at the minute, but most of them are simply there because they're being paid for by government schemes or large companies. And uh, realistically, I only think that you know, uh, Gutierrez was uh, there on uh, for that very reason. Well, and don't forget, Gutierrez is on the Ferrari um, development driver plan. Um, so yeah, he was uh, he was there because he was a Ferrari driver. You know, it looks good for uh, uh, for Haas and, the, and their relationship with Ferrari to to have one of their guys in the car. Um, but I think you're probably right about a lot of the South American drivers at the moment. Um, and the backing that they have, you know, there's not many that 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 have good merit. Sergio Perez is probably one of the few out there at the moment that's really got a a good good driving ability. Why why didn't why didn't they put in a bid and try and put some sort of structure together to keep Massa? He retires at the end of this end of this season. Why why not take him? And use his knowledge and his experience to build on your team. Uh, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want that? If if someone's leaving F1 and you can get the potential experience and knowledge and all the stuff that comes from Massa, mm -hmm. from the teams that he's been in and the teams that he's progressed with, to get him in, how much more potential would your team have with someone like that in your team? I agree. I think the problem there was that Massa didn't want to go. Didn't want to do anything else. Um, I think Massa made it quite clear um, uh, with the other teams, uh, or, or in general, that he was he was calling it an end. You know, he was calling it a day. That was it. Um, I think he wants to spend some more time with his family. That was the uh, the inclination that I got, um, and he's quite happy just to go off and 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 do his thing. He he went off because nobody was be was willing to put in. That that's that's not how I understood it. I understood it that he he he's had enough. I I reckon if they'd given him if they'd given him the right package, the the right structure, uh, he would have stayed for for one more year. Okay, I I, I I'm not so sure about that, but um, but we'll never know. That's that's one of the. Uh, one of those sort of hindsight things. Just uh, briefly while we're talking about 2017, and interestingly about uh, drivers with, with lots of backing and lots of funding, Williams, Stroll, 
comes in with uh, quite a sizable bit of budget, which is going to help the Williams team out. Um, thoughts? I've got several thoughts on this, most of which are actually positive, which bear in mind, realistically, as a paid driver, is actually quite surprising. But the kid's actually got genuine talent. I think that's the uh, underlying fact. He has been quicker in every formula and everything else he's gone into. Oh, yes, uh, Daddy's given him the best of the best. There's uh, no doubt about that. But frankly, any uh, father would do in the situation. But he's managed to prove himself in that material. No, uh, no. Every you, we've had this argument. Proved it, uh, before. It's all been pr it's all been proved. He is quicker. He's putting in times that better than other people. Remember, he's got a teammate in the same car, same material, and he outperforms him day in day out. And that other guy is not bad. Okay. We, we we had this argument. When when Daddy gives you all the money and all the products, you become one of the best drivers, right? I still believe that he will not do as well as people believe when he comes into F1. A, because he has been paid. He's just, it's all about not talent. Oh, I, I don't know. There's I, no, there's no way, there's no way that he has not come through with any type of clarification of being a name driver that's been on people's lips. Around the oh, F oh, around no, no, around no, the motorsport, I dis around I motorsport, on that because he's he has been um, he although he's been on the the Williams um, driver development program for some time, um, he has been looked at by by some of the other teams. Um, I know at one point that uh, Mercedes were eyeing him up for their development team uh, along the same lines as Pascal Verlein and, and Ocon. So he has been looked at by other people. He's with the Williams. Uh, driver development program uh, yes okay daddy has uh, uh, funded his um, his racing so far uh, believed to be to the tune of about 80 million dollars um, but but you've still got to be a quick driver to, to get the best out of the car just let's hang on hang on hang on you can have the best car but you've still got to be a good driver to pedal it. Look back, Mansell, Patrese in the Williams, the same car. Mansell won the World Championship. Patrese didn't even win half the number of races. No. Ed and Senna, Gerhard Berger in the same no, McLaren. No, 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 no. no. no you've you, still you got to be a good, good driver. Car. You get a good car, right? Jensen, when he won his championship, yep. he had the very best car. But he was still the very best car. But he still now, out, But he still outperformed his teammate, who now, wasn't a bad teammate. Now he is not in a car that is the very best. And he's where still is out, he? And where is he? Yep, yeah, but he's still outperforming his teammate. But where is he? But, but that's part of the car ahead of his teammate. It, it, it's it's in, you, you, in the in the scheme yeah, of the in the scheme of the title and the constructors' championships. Where is he? Oh, I agree. You've, you, but you've got to have a good car. You don't just having a good car does not make you, you a good driver. You have the best product, talented driver. Don't get me wrong, talented driver. Jen, I won't take it away from Jensen. He's a talented driver, but put him in the very best car. He won a championship. You put Mr. Moneybags and Mr. Stroll come in. Yeah. Right? Put him in the very best material, and he'll and, win a championship. And he will win a championship. But, the, but, but the, okay, to counter argument here, I've got a very strong point. I've got a new rumor that I'm going to set out that Stephen Hawking is going to uh, be driving for Mercedes <laughs> next year and will be world champion because he's got the very best car. Your answer. 
I'll tell you what, if he went into F1, he'd have the best. He would be world champion. Right. On on the grounds that we're going into um, uh, somewhat of a, of a ridiculous uh, argument, I think we're okay. going to have. I think we're going to have to leave uh, leave that one there. Um, thank you very much for listening, and we hope you can join us again soon. <laughs>